Hey guys, this is episode 26, and we are going to talk about how to choose a major and getting a job. Yay! Hopefully it's insightful. (laughs) Yeah, we hope it's insightful. Um, Just as a reminder, I'm 20 years old now. Mikaela's also 20. And we are both in college but we do have she i think she has a full-time job right yeah you're classified as full-time i'm classified as a part-timer um yeah so we just wanted to talk about some ways that maybe you could provide for yourself while in college or even after college some steps what to do some things we have learned while we are in college um, but we wanted to talk about our three things. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm like, Mikaela, you can go first. He- okay. I'm like, oh gosh. Okay. So first thing first, um, I went to Ikea, dropped some quite a, quite a bit of money because we're like, you know, finally lived in our space for a while. And we, you know, we are just like, you know, trying to find pieces that are functional in our apartment without like breaking the bank. So we recently picked up this like kitchen rack table thing so it's like you know like you can eat like two people can sit there with bar stools but it also has like a bar on top where you can like hang pots and pans so that has been really functional for our space um the second thing has definitely got to be um I think I said this in one of the past episodes but you know what I'm gonna say it again um the Mr. Clean car wash that's like our like kind of like local car wash around here and it's like $20 a month and you can go as many times as you want and it's really nice. So I like it because I like to keep my car in, you know, really good shape. Um, and then the third thing would probably have to be um, my Apple Watch. Honestly, at first I didn't really use it. But now that I'm utilizing it in ways that are like very effective for like time management, working out and like when I'm at work, it's really nice to not pick up my phone all the time. But if I see somebody texting me and it's important, you know, just a little quick glance at the watch so i think they can be a really good investment um kind of if you're into like smart watches so yeah those are my three things what about you nice um hmm i was not prepared for this (laughs) maybe i can go into my skincare yeah um i recently got a new um sunscreen it's the centella sunscreen the madagascar centella by skin 1004 i think it's what it's called oh cool i love the glowy look it gives me and the coverage it doesn't have any white cast or it doesn't burn my eyes which is the most important thing honestly because i'm already on the paler side fortunately in a way when it's regarding to sunscreen but that'd be one two i would say coffee like just straight black coffee. Yeah. I don't like how bitter it is when it's warm. You know, like a hot coffee. Maybe I kind of like it at nighttime. It's weird. I think it's because the warmth just soothes my my whole body in a way. Yeah. And so if it's like, if it wasn't caffeinated, then I'd probably fall asleep. But for the morning, I feel like I need the coffee to be like a cold brew. Like I need that cold shot of just... Yeah. <laughs> uh, the third thing would probably be my hair dryer. 
my shark flex style i've been using that a lot more recently because in the beginning of the year i wasn't really tr making an effort of going to the class a lot or kind of like dressing up for the day like making myself look decent not that there's anything wrong with that so like it's fine to have lazy days but because i was acting or being lazy like that i wasn't performing my best every day so i just i was like you know what i'm gonna start dressing up every day even if it's like a white t-shirt and jeans i wasn't even wearing jeans to class so <laughs> i started implementing that in my day to day and then i would bake myself breakfast just trying to be productive like make my bed um even wear like a little bit of makeup just to like make myself kind of feel better about myself and then I would become more successful in getting my tasks done throughout the day. Now I'm rambling, but basically, yes, just making an effort. I love it. <laughs> um. So yeah, Mikhail's got some notes, and I've got some notes on this topic. But Mikhail can start first. Sounds good. I guess we could break it um, kind of into two parts. So for the first part, we can do kind of like maybe getting a job, right? Like your resume, like connection building and everything. So um, I would say one of my biggest tips, and I feel like we hear this a lot, is truly networking. Like you are as successful as your peers. I hear a lot like, you know, who you surround yourself has a big influence on to who you are and what you're going to do. So if you network with those people who are going to get you in the right place and, you know, like who knows down the road, you could be like, oh, like, you know, I have a, you know, POC for this event. Like, let me contact them. So even if you don't, you don't have to be best friends with them, but just, you know, building a really good network of people and connections and reaching out to people and not afraid to take risk and you know get involved with the community clubs you know teachers all that stuff like it's important yeah um i know that recently pertaining to jobs linkedin the app has been on fire lately um which can be a good thing or a bad thing. I know there are a lot of scams on there, so you have to watch out. <laughs> but I wanted to go into some ways that you could help boost your profile, which I need to work on too. But I've I've written down some notes here. Yeah. So you've got like your about page, you've got your education page, your skills, your certifications, etc. Right. So. First, you're going to need a good headshot that's professional, so you could put it on your profile. And for your about page, what I would do is utilize ChatGPT to oh, yeah. kind of help build your about page in a very professional manner. I wrote mine in a third-person view. So, Jocelyn, blah, blah, blah. Jocelyn does blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Jocelyn is an enthusiast of blah 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 so <laughs> just it kind of helps whoever the hiring manager of any company that you're interested in might view your profile after contacting them and they might be interested in reading about who you are and just reading it in the third person I think helps them connect to you more not like oh this I I I like I who you know what I mean yeah, kind of build some character. Maybe we could even read both of ours just to give kind of insight because I feel like 
you know, you just gave me a good tip. Maybe I should change mine to more like third person perspective because, you know, it tells more about you from an outside way. Yeah. It like helps you stand apart from all the other people that are saying, I do this, I do this, you know, because hiring managers are probably looking at hundreds of profiles a day. Yeah. So using that name by implementing the third person view might help you stand apart. For sure. I need to grab my phone if we're going to look at our LinkedIn. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sounds good um i'll just say some things too so yeah joe was talking about like building your linkedin profile and also it's a good place to search for jobs um you know i think if you are trying to get a job maybe post-grad or during your college experience you have to have a linkedin build up some connections you know get like joe said a nice headshot some information if you're trying to get more like a job in like tech design that field now if you're going into something more um like a different type of career, you know, opt for something else. But I think like, especially in Joe and I's case, like she's um like more comp sci, like that realm, more like tech and I'm more like digital design marketing. So, you know, both of us can use it in different ways, but it helps so much by trying to look for jobs, build connections and just like, you know, build a good portfolio for now. So when you do, like, let's say you're in college post-grad, you will already be set above a lot of your peers. Yeah, and I think it's basically just a gigantic portal of resumes. Oh, yeah. Like, this is what I do here, my skills. It's just in a social media platform, this app is like a game changer for hiring managers and companies. Oh, yeah. Um, Should I read my LinkedIn about page? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, read yours and I'll read mine just to give, I think, insight to people who are curious. Okay. All right, I'm going to start. All right. Jocelyn is a driven and ambitious transfer student currently pursuing a bachelor's degree in computer science at Blink. With a strong academic track record, my bad, Jocelyn has simultaneously worked towards her associate's of science degree at Blank while maintaining an impressive 3.5 GPA. And I'm just trying to boost myself there. Oh, yeah. Jocelyn's passion for software engineering is evident in her participation in various online coding boot camps such as Codefinity, Free Code Camp, Programming with Mosh, and 100 Days of Python with Dr. Angela Yu. Her interest in front-end development coupled with her experience as a part-time supervisor at Blank has equipped her with the skills needed to excel in the field of computer science. Jocelyn is committed to staying up to date with the latest developments in the industry and is always eager to learn and grow as a software engineer. She is dedicated She is a dedicated team player and is excited to contribute her skills and knowledge to any project she works on. Love it. So profesh. I mean, it's just like, you know, it gives like a good insight, you know, just like, um, what is it? Your elevator pitch, right? You know, just about you, what you have done, what you want to do, your education. Boom. It's perfect. Thank you. Um, For mine, um, let's see. So as a marketing specialist for blank at blank, I bring a unique perspective to the table, combining my passion for marketing with my expertise in digital design, website development and photography with proficiency in Adobe Lightroom, Photoshop, InDesign and Illustrator. I have a deep understanding of the tools necessary to create impactful and engaging marketing materials. In addition, as a full-time student majoring in arts, media and entertainment, I'm constantly learning and expanding my skill set to stay on top of the latest trends and technologies in the field. I am a dedicated 
I am dedicated to providing innovative solutions that exceed expectations and drive results. So like um, a big tip I have for if you're kind of in the digital design or marketing, like it's a huge field and it's super competitive because there's so many of like graphic artists out there. So I think just really highlighting what you're good at in Adobe Creative Suite. I mean, that's just the biggest <laughs> like, you know, applications for us out there. So really highlighting your expertise there and like what you have experience wise, because in this realm, experience is the biggest thing. Absolutely. That sounded really good. Thank you. I'm like, I really Ooh. like that you're bringing results to the table. Yo. <laughs> yeah, I think like, you know, um, those are just kind of our examples of what we have in our LinkedIn. You guys can take that, run with it. And like Joe said, use chat GPT to your advantage, you know, type in like, write a, you know, a little summary about somebody who works in marketing or whatever blank, you know, so that was, that's really good. And I have to say one more thing about LinkedIn is even if you might not know the person very well, I would still connect with that person. You know, it's equivalent to following people Um, just to like build your ground as much as you can, because the more connections, the more opportunities and the more opportunities means more moolah. Yes. So, yeah. I would just, um, just don't be afraid. It's not as typical as the social media, like hashtag I love pizza, hashtag TBT. <laughs> it's more like hashtag marketing, hashtag design, <laughs> hashtag software engineering. Yes. So just be mindful of like, no one cares if you're following someone that you barely know. It's fine. Oh, yeah. I think the biggest thing, and this is what I do. So every day... I go on there and I probably add six people for connections because they're connected to the school I go to or they're connected to the job I go to. I don't know them. I just build it because, you know, it's nice to see build your network, right? Like we were talking about. So, yeah, those are all great tips from Joe. I think build your LinkedIn if you're going to go into more of the tech or design realms. Even if not, it's still a good thing to have professionally and to keep record of your like achievements, right, in another form than just a resume. Yeah. Because your, your resumes update all the time, even yearly. So if you already have everything on your LinkedIn, you could just add from that. And honestly, it's even smarter to create your resume like from scratch based on the job you're applying for. Mm-hmm. Like your hiring manager is not going to want to see that you worked at McDonald's <laughs> if you're <laughs> applying for a marketing job. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not relevant. So you just need to put your relevant work experience on there and skills. Because For sure. If they see unrelevant things, they're just going to weed you out. Yeah, I think so. A big thing when I was like applying for jobs and this goes into more getting a job, what they do is basically they take your resume and they have keyword keywords. If it's like 50 percent like, you know, Adobe, they see Adobe Lightroom design marketing, that type of stuff. Then you get moved on. If your resume is like 50 percent or less, like, you know, in that area where your words didn't match up to what they need, it just boom, instant loss. And like when you're submitting your resume for a job with thousands, hundreds, whatever of people, you know, it's so easy to weed it out. So really build, like Joe said, a resume catered towards that job. Or if you did work a job like McDonald's and don't have experience in design, maybe try to do something. This is what I did. Like whenever I was working my fast food job, I tried to take on more design roles, like for posters or when we're trying to boost catering, I made like stuff for that. 
that way it's like it wasn't relevant but I could make it relevant so I think if you're trying to start off do it yeah you were building a portfolio that was catering towards whoever you were applying for like here's my capabilities and I think this could fall under what you guys do pertaining to the job description so another hack for building your resume like Mikhail was saying a lot of places they'll look at the job description and keywords selected in your resume they need to match up to their job descriptions what you could use is chat gpt again (laughs) copy and paste your job description from whatever website you're looking at whatever it's like glassdoor google whatever you copy and paste that you post that in in there and then you say like these are the job description or this is the job description for such and such job period go down to the next line create a resume based on these keywords and skills catered to my needs or whatever and then add more information yeah that way it'll perfectly word what the hiring manager is looking for which is awesome yeah Yeah, utilize that shit bro like oh my goodness (laughs) literally so easy nowadays to put together resume and you know obviously don't lie like let's say you put into chat gbt and it gives you like you know a bullet that you don't really possess like let's say it's like knowledge in adobe lightroom but you don't have that just you know erase that make it cater towards you but at least you already have the verbiage to use and utilize for your own resume yeah don't lie (laughs) yeah no uh or I mean, it's, <laughs> you just have to know the difference between, like, lying, like, straight up lying, that's not good, <laughs> but, like, kind of making yourself appear um, worth it, in a way. Like, you're coachable. Like, you can make it to the top if you, if you, if they let you, gave you, <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> if they gave you the chance. Yes. I mean, Um, it's helped both of us, I think, because like for me, you know, I'm 20 full time student working in a marketing office and like I never thought I'd see the opportunity present itself, but it's boosted me so much. So I think the biggest thing is just don't be afraid to try things, you know, go out there and like for Joe as well, like, you know, you're taking really freaking hard classes while working part time, which is still a ton, you know, and it's like, you know, it's awesome. And if you don't get those connections and utilize it to your advantage, because it's a doggy dog world out there, like you gotta be kind of aggressive and get what you want, negotiate your terms, you know? Yeah. And I think um, just the more experience you build with trying to make your way into the career world, like more of the adult world not like part-time and whatnot the more you're gonna understand what you need to do or what it's gonna take to get what you want because mm-hmm. it's a very competitive field just trying to find a job and to keep a job some places in some degrees may make it apparent that your job security is going to be crap mm-hmm. and there's like i know game development is like that sometimes you'll have a job for like a year and then you're let go i know there have been a lot of layoffs in techs or in the tech community too so that's definitely something scary but you can still go into that field you just need to make yourself stand out more compared to all the all the other people yeah 
because at the end of the day, they just see you all the same, right? There's going to be a ton of people with similar experience, similar degrees. Like you need to do those things to make you stand out, which also I think like ties into choosing a major, which is something we also wanted to talk about. I guess like mm-hmm. Joe, like what really drew you to computer science or that more like tech realm? Like what made you decide you want to do that? Okay, so it took me a while to kind of land on computer science, but first, when I was in high school, let's take this back, right? Because in high school, is the pressure where it's on, like, oh, you need to go to college right after you graduate. So I was thinking about the medical field. I wanted to become a doctor. And I told myself, like, I'm not choosing anything other because I want the name doctor in my name (laughs) so bad. But then the pandemic hit, and I was really questioning, like, do I really want this? And like, I think it just wasn't for me. And I was really seeing hands-on by actually going to the doctor because I was sick a lot. Not because of COVID, but I had some asthma problems. And kind of like the controversialness of it all in politics lately, how we have a sickness care system rather than a healthcare system. It was, that's how I was being treated. They would just be like, you need to take all your medicine and then you'll be okay. They didn't tell me like, oh, here's like what you should eat throughout the day to avoid getting these flare-ups in your asthma. Or, hey, you really need to get rid of that cat that you have at home that you're allergic to. And I still haven't. I still have that cat. (laughs) I can't let her go. I love her. She's so cute. But honestly, I'm doing a lot better. But you know what I mean? I just, that was one thing that made me just change my mind about the medical field. Then my dad actually pressured me into going into mechanical engineering. He's like, you need to go into some type of engineering for school. If you're not doing medical, you need to go into like STEM. I had that pressure. Like he did not want me to go into business or anything like that. And I was like, what? So that's what I applied for. And I got accepted into a bunch of schools, but I ended up not doing that. And then I remember I was watching some type of gameplay, and it was a video game, obviously. And my interest was just completely sparked, like, how video games are made. And so I was really interested in game development. I was looking at all of it, and I'm like, that's what I want to do. It's going to take a lot of hard work, but... I feel like games is such an amazing outlet, like a hobby. Like <laughs> it's um it's complicated, I think. Cause I play a lot of games, but I'm not like a super gamer person, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I don't go on online games a lot. I'm more of like, I just play games when I feel like it. Or I'll play like <laughs> older games that I really love, then I like replay it from top to bottom. And um So I was like, computer science is where I need to go to. I thought about like the music parts or the design parts of game development, but I didn't think that was more for me uh, because I think it'll take a lot more work because I'm not as skilled, you know, at that age. Like I didn't think I wanted to stick with that. So I think computer science was the right choice for me and I haven't changed my major since I've been in it because I'm too deep in it now (laughs) (laughs) but also I don't want to change it I'm actually very happy with my major so 
we're gonna see. <laughs> oh, for sure. You're doing great. So, so what about you? Go through your experience and some oh, of the geez. majors you chose. <laughs> I think we all go through it, so. Yes. So, yeah, I've changed my major, let's see, like, three times and I'm only like a junior really so um essentially at a young age I feel like I've always not been like artistic but I've always been drawn to more the arts the literature books like that realm but also I feel like I'm very like math minded like I love equations I love when things equal up so I was trying to really just find like a good intersection between the two that could give me both sides like equations but also design and like freedom there so I actually got like I was really, really, really wanting to go to the University of Air or Washington, <laughs> the University of Washington. So UW and I got accepted into their um engineering program and I was really excited. It's just financially, I just it wasn't the right fit for me. I actually like ended up wanting to like play college volleyball, but then that wasn't the right fit for me. But I was in chemical engineering for the first year of my um, college experience. And of course, like that's a lot of like, um, like, you know, just like general classes, gen ed and to get out of the way. It just I was really thinking about it. And I'm like, well, I don't feel like this is pushing me to be better. I feel like I'm just, you know, I'm not playing into my like artistic abilities. So what I decided was like, hmm, let me see how like digital design does and I kind of was like you know going between a few things too like I was thinking sociology which is one that I chose and then I was thinking just liberal arts in general and that's what I am in now arts media and entertainment and I really enjoyed it so far I think this is like where I'm supposed to be because I kind of get the best of both worlds like I get to be more mass minded and I do like I um with my job I work a lot with analytics and like website development and all of that so it's like I get that fun side but also I get to create things and design and be more artistic so I think it's really just playing into your abilities and what you like because for me when I was just going into engineering I liked it but I wasn't passionate about it I didn't feel like so like you know fire lit under me but then when I was going to more like marketing digital design I did so now you know I get to explore both of those realms within my career and I think it's awesome, you know, just really play into your abilities and like what you're interested in. And, you know, a lot of people, I think, who know you and like, for example, my friends and family and just like, you know, honestly, Joe, like has helped me kind of into this realm because you guys are like, oh, you're good. You're artistic at this. Like you're mm -hmm. really good at that. So I appreciate hearing it from other people what I should kind of do, not like telling me what to do, but saying, yeah, girl, you're good at it. Why don't you pursue that? You know? Yeah, because I feel like. I know you say this a lot, but we are our hardest or our strictest critic, if you will. Yeah. So we try to tell ourselves that we're not good at that or that's not for us. But you hear it from other people like it's a different story, you know, like it pushes you or it kind of motivates you. Oh, like yeah. maybe I should give it a try. So I'm really glad that like we were of help somehow. Yeah, because I think your pathway right now it makes the most sense and I was like yeah I don't think I think she's gonna continue with this path because it makes it just makes sense yeah and I love hearing that so yeah I guess the best piece of advice is just you know learn from other people and what they see because they know you really well too your friends and family like your close friends like hear their insight in everything and help them out too so yeah I think that's good advice <laughs> 
Like so anything. what is like your dream job, Mickey? Oh, that's so it's okay. Like, that's like the perfect job. Like you would be content with that job. Not talk like we're not talking about like we're talking about like financial freedom. Like what would get you happy and be financially satisfied? Honestly, this is a dream world and I'm just going to pretend for a minute. I would love to be kind of like, not like a travel photographer, but I would love to like go around and do like film photography more specifically um, for like, you know, not weddings or anything, but like portrait photography and stuff like I don't want to say just photography in general, but I would love to do more with film photography. Like if I could get paid just to take film photos all day, I would be so freaking happy like i think that is that or also like art directing like overseeing like digital designers and like marketing specialists and like putting together big campaigns i really have found that a lot of fun and i think i see myself doing that but also i just see myself doing nothing living like <laughs> you know <laughs> like yeah. uh, random houses and just you know just literally doing nothing reading all day um chilling watching movies walking running walking on the beach like that is ideal but yeah I don't know what about you what's like your ideal job or ideal future I guess Ooh, I wasn't Dream. I wasn't thinking you would ask me back <laughs> <laughs> um hold on um okay I have a few I think but if I really had to have one, mine's kind of boring, but either owning a few franchises, you know, it does, I don't care what it is. It could be a McDonald's bringing like a yeah. million dollars a year or something. Um, or maybe I'd go to cosmetology school and learn about that and then open a salon eventually and like, just i don't know like but a fancy one you know like yeah really nice like almost like korean style because i remember <gasps> going to korea and their hair salons it's like they give you wine and they have really nice chairs and like all their like hairdressers and stuff they're still like they're wearing like suit and ties with yes. aprons and like they just look it looks so professional i just love that kind of look so maybe i do something cool like that like making it accessible and affordable but also fancy for people who need some self-care days oh yeah i love that so much and you know like with korean like salons and stuff like they're really big on like scalp treatments and like like yes. all of that and it's really important and that's so cool joe oh my goodness <laughs> i i love that i love like cosmetic things like I love makeup I love skincare I love hair care I love nail care even though I bite my nails <laughs> I love massages I love exfoliating yeah I just love beauty because I think as humans we are very beautiful creatures on the outside but sometimes we're questionable on the inside <laughs> right uh, <laughs> but yeah I just think the common people should be able to, and I am a common person, so <laughs> it's not like I can't say this. You commoners. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. A lot of people can't afford to hit the hair salon 
or some people cut their own hair and yeah. stuff like that. Or some people just don't want to. They're like, I am not paying like $500 to get hair extensions or something. Yeah, literally. So, I don't I know. I love that. It's nice. Yes. And different, like, than what you're pursuing now. Yeah, very different. <laughs> but I am interested in both. But yeah. I know I can't have both. But maybe when I'm older. Or, oh, yeah. you know how I was saying owning a few franchises? Yeah. Maybe owning a coffee shop. Because I also love coffee. And oh, I love a good cafe. I would, I would love that. I would definitely put it in a small town because... Yeah, it's like a cute, and you can make it like a a cute gaming cafe even too, to play into both interests. Yeah, for like students. Yeah. Or anybody really, people who need to get stuff done. That'd be cool. I love it. Well, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and it was insightful. Yeah. Um. That was really, I just spewed that all out of my brain. I so, love it. It's awesome. I don't have anything else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So we'll wrap up this episode. Um, we'll see you guys next week. We hope you enjoyed. Thanks. Peace.